for doing it. All right. Hi, everyone, again. Thank you for joining me for another episode, another exciting episode. I have my very good friend today with us, all the way from Colombia, Robert Chamin here, you know, an author, multiple books, uh, at least one, if not more, made it to the, uh, um, to the uh, New York bestseller list. We're going to talk about that a little bit as well. Uh, I want to say a couple of things uh, before I let uh, Robert take the reins here of the conversation. And he's a fascinating guy. Robert is a good friend of mine. We've known each other for well over 10 years. Yeah. Um, he wow. mentored me, mentored me you know, a while back. After that period, we just stayed in touch. Um, when he comes to my neck of the woods, he always he makes time to sit down with me and my wife. Uh, and we just, uh, you know, kind of relax and have coffee. When, it, when, if you know Robert, it's not easy to nail him down for a coffee. He's always on the move. If there's one good thing that the coronavirus did is actually nailed him down a little bit. So he's less <laughs> traveling because that's uh, uh, usually uh, where he is. Um, so that's actually a good thing the coronavirus uh, gave us is you in one spot. And I can get a hold of you yesterday when we spoke and today. So thank you for making time. Um, I think to this day, I don't know if, I don't know if I ever told you that Robert, but when you introduced me, when I had you, you know, speak to my group here in Orange County, you had me, uh, speak to your group in Israel and to this day, the best introduction I ever had, I've spoken in many events, but the best, the best introduction that I have received before coming and speaking and doing my own talk is from you. In 2017, I saw, I remember at the end of this, December 2017, you introducing me to your group. And I actually started that, that, that talk with, with tears of excitement in my eyes because of your uh, warm, uh, warm and sincere and beautiful introduction. You know. So thank you for, you see it, I still remember it. Thank hey, you for doing you that. Really that group out. They love you, you know, they're very advanced, smart Israeli investors investing in America. Right. You did a great presentation, very deep. You got great information, great deals. So thank you. Yeah, good. Uh, excellent. Thank you. Um, Robert, I want to, there's two things I want to, I want to kind of accomplish that I want to accomplish today. You talk about so many things, you have experience and knowledge in so many aspects of real estate, of course. And I actually want to take a little bit you know, a little bit, uh, uh, maybe a bigger, wider perspective. There are two things I would like to accomplish. If we accomplish them, we're good for today, uh, at least for my end. One, you, I never had a chance to hear from you what inspired you to write the book. I'm, I'm really interested to hear that. That's number one. Number two, a lot of us, beginners, experience throughout life, throughout investing, you know, the journey of life, we get stuck. I'm not talking about necessarily right now. Of course, we have some uncertainty and it's a different layer. But every time we get stuck, something. How do I, beginner, experience, what, what ways can you suggest to us to get ourselves unstuck? To maybe there's like 19 things we can go through and maybe one or two of them will help us pull ourselves out of the stuckness we, we all get ourselves into. So let's start with maybe, you know, you you know, uh, maybe you'll probably say a few words about introducing yourself because uh, maybe there's someone here who doesn't know you. I doubt it. Um, <laughs> and then the inspiration for the book, and then we can move on to the unstuckness. Great question. So thank you. So it's good to be here, and congratulations. Uh, by the way, Danny, I've always loved it. You have the best name of the company, Simply Do It. 
so many people like me, we think about it, wonder about it, analyze it, get stuck. We do nothing. And a year goes by, 10 years go by, and you should have been doing real estate. Um, you know, I wish I would have bought everything in Israel 20 years ago. I wish I would have everything in Miami, you know, 12 years ago, 10 years ago, eight years ago, Nashville. But anyway, I'm from Nashville, Tennessee. And I'm a full-time real estate investor. I am doing more deals now, and you probably are too, Danny, than I've ever done before. I was doing more deals in March and April and May than I did last year, and I did a lot of deals last year. I think we've got nine deals going today, uh, including a tiny home development company I own. I do regular buy, fix, and sell Indianapolis, Atlanta, uh, uh, Florida, Nashville, Memphis, some other places too. Uh, uh, and part owner of the largest silicon mine in the world, which to me is a real estate play, just numbers. Um, where I just bought a medical equipment company, I'm, and I just raised, I'm doing a fund called Essential Property Group. We're buying essential properties like grocery stores, Dollar General, Family Dollar, what about 100 of them? <laughs> just uh, not exciting, but it's safe, triple net lease. But I'm still doing rentals, Section 8, buy, fix, sell, high end, low end. We just sold a rehab in Nashville and in Indianapolis. The, it sold a day. <laughs> You still selling some, Danny? Uh, well, mostly buying, but absolutely we sell. When a few rentals, little... I know your rentals, I think rentals my thing. I've always bought and hold. That's where the money is. But right. you know, sometimes we buy and fix something and sell it just for fun. You know, we get bored, and uh, you know, and you know, you read the paper in the newspaper, and it sounds like the world's ended. But uh, stuff selling, it's crazy in most places and renting. But if you watch the news, we'll talk about that in a minute with the how to get unstuck. So I'm a full-time investor. A lot of people think as I write books and speak, I do probably 100 speeches a year now, digital, as you mentioned. Um, I uh, live in Medellin, Colombia. I can live anywhere in the world. I've been to 90 countries. I live in Medellin and Miami, but I travel all the time. I believe you can do real estate from anywhere, virtually, as you know. Uh, I sit here all day and look at properties with contractors. I've written uh, 18 books. I'm a CNN and Fox, a wealth and real estate expert. We now have investors, as you know, over 1,800 in Israel, Africa, Russia, Europe, buying two to 400 deals a month. Wow. Closing yeah. in the United States. You met them. And uh, I'm the ones in Africa, but the ones in Israel, many times. <laughs> yes. And I'll tell you, the African ones, the Ivory Coast are doing well. The Russians are doing well. The Israelis are amazing. Nice. We go over there usually every two or three months. I came to Medellin for five days in February to go to Israel and do about 15 speeches, do the deals with my students. And they locked this country down, closed the airport. So uh, uh, I was, I've been here. So let's talk about the book. I think the book you're talking about is How Come That Idiot's Rich and I'm Not? Exactly the one I was referring to. Well, first of all, I believe when you simply do it or get started, things happen. And when you do nothing and think about it and worry about it, I know this for sure because I've done it, nothing happens no. except worry, thinking. And there is no reason I should ever written a book. I'm dyslexic. I flunked out of high school. Um, and why did I write a book or any book, especially that one? So, and I know this happens to you, Danny. Once you start doing deals, correct? And I've been with your wife like, you know, 11 o'clock in the morning, three in the afternoon, uh, having a coffee or lunch or we whatever. And we work. I know you work. I work. I love working. But I'm free. You know, I, I don't have to work. I don't have a schedule. I don't have a boss because of real estate. That to me is worth about $480,000 a year. You know, just not having a dumb boss, uh, going in traffic. You know, if I want to, uh, today I talked to my son for a while. I was with him all last week. We can go where we want, do we want. You know, we can wear what we want, you know. Uh, that People don't think about that for starting your own business. 
to me, that's worth a half a million dollars. Yeah. But anyway, all my friends would say, hey, Robert, you know, I'm working an accounting firm. I'm a doctor. I'm a lawyer. And I'm sick of it. I'm tired of it. I'm, you know, working, you know, I don't have any freedom. I don't uh, like my boss. I'm, and, um, but I see you wandered around. So they would take me to lunch or breakfast and usually I'd buy and they'd say, well, how do you do real estate? How do you find a deal? And how do you find the money? And, and how do you get over the fear? So I got, I'm kind of lazy, believe it or not. I mean, I like working, but I like to work smart or efficiently. I don't know if that's lazy. And so what I did is I, I wrote it like in a book report. So I didn't have to say yeah. the same thing to everybody. And somebody got a hold of this handwritten copy because I don't type book report. And I started writing books. And how come that is rich and I'm not? The thing is, is I thought, and I don't know how, you know, you probably brought up to, you know, nice family. You know, the only way to get rich is either be born rich, right? Um, you know, the second way is, you know, be really smart. Like you got to be a genius, a high tech genius, a law, I go to law school, which I eventually did actually. Uh, some of my cousins are very well-known doctors in California and they, you know, study and work. But other than that, if you don't have that, you're basically screwed. You know, if you don't have super smart, book smart, college scholarships, uh, advanced degrees, in my, is my family's opinion, you're not going anywhere. And that's how I was brought up. And I've met so many. You know, you go to these uh, real estate meetings and some guys in the back looks like a homeless guy, right? You know, he's got a pickup truck. And you're like, what do you do? Well, I've been doing some real estate. How long? Well, about 14 years. You know, I got 186 houses or 10 apartment buildings or 22. And you're like, what? Yeah. How did he do it? And that's why I got into real estate. I met my mentor and no background, no education, no real family. He started with nothing, but he did it. And, you know, I'm like, if this guy can do it, I can do it. And so that's kind of the book because everyone's thought that, you know, your high school reunion or college reunion. You know, that, you know, I was, I literally was voted least likely to succeed in my high school. <laughs> I actually had that in the yearbook. I won, you know, make my mama proud. Talk about the motivation. <laughs> Motivating. Yeah. And, you know, listen, you know, you got to work, you got to have common sense, but you don't have to be a genius or, you know, like me, I want to know the entire real estate industry market, uh, economic conditions of the United States before I did my first offer. And I tell people, how can that answer it? your first one <laughs> and I did and you did and that's the hardest one hardest one and there's always a deal always will be and then after your first one you got to focus on the next one the second one and the only way to learn it's really doing and so many people like you and me I, I want to I don't know about you I want to learn everything before I made an offer <laughs> never the same way? never happens yeah just yeah you can't you know, and then finally my mentor made me do it and I did it. And I did mainly rentals, low income section eight. And, uh, it, you know, I got, my goal was to get one property a year for 14 years. And I got 14 in the first year, part-time. I had a job at a restaurant and another job and, uh, it's amazing. And, um, you know, that's kind of the book. How come that is rich and I'm not. And I really like helping people. And I think the biggest thing that people back is fear. I mean, what holds your investors back from getting started? Fear. Yeah. It's new. And their fear of making a mistake. And I'm like, I got great news for you. You're going to make a mistake. No. <laughs> but the good news is, huh? No, and I have news to them as well. You should fear. be fear from not doing because obviously the five, past five, five, six, ten years, 
Nothing has changed in your life. <laughs> do something about it. How you wanna, you're afraid of the fear of, of the mistake that you will, will really happen. You know, how about afraid from, from not doing anything? That's, that's for me, afraid of frightening. And the fears are dangerous. You'll make little mistakes, but if you buy it right and you're in the long term, it's really hard to mess it up, you know? And I'll tell you, uh, it's really interesting, Danny, today, just I love real estate. In the Wall Street Journal, they had the uh, uh, 50 or 100 richest people in the world. And there's a big concentration in the U.S. and China, the youngest billionaires, all the billionaires. And it's interesting. A lot of them made their money in high tech, uh, you know, Googles and Facebooks and all that stuff. But guess where the majority of their money is? Even Jeff Bezos. Real estate. And they're still buying. Yep. And I tell people, you can think and wonder where all the day, just follow the smart rich people. <laughs> just do what they do. Copy paste. Don't think about it too much. Yep. They got to know what you're doing and get the right deal. And, um, you know, so how can they just rich and I'm not? We all thought about it. And there's two types of people, uh, doers and talkers and worriers. I literally, I've been a worrier and a talker and didn't do anything. And all the success we all know are, are doers. And how can that, it is rich and I'm not. They, they make a plan, they execute, they take action. And uh, as you know, Gilad, one of my partners, he always says there's no such thing as a mistake. You're either learning or you're succeeding. Correct. So, you know, and you know, with real estate, until you close, nothing's happened and you do your due diligence. So it's kind of risk-free in a way if you do it right you know, do the homework right. And people don't even start to get in the process of looking. They're like, what if I make a mistake? Nothing's happened until you close, like getting married. Until right. the wedding, uh, you know, the rabbi, the minister, somebody's uh, stamped the paper, nothing's happened. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to go talk to this girl or guy. What if I make a mistake? No risk. Yeah. <laughs> True. Get started. <laughs> do something. Yeah. So that's the answer to that question. I don't know if that's a good answer or not, but it's a good answer. It's a good answer. I think it's very, very uh, kind of to the point and uh, and so true. And and um, you know, I see it on my end with investors. I keep pounding and pounding and thinking about it, thinking about it. like uh, this. Uh, I I have to to say sometimes I I have few investors. Even just yesterday, someone wrote to me, "If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't buy it." But he did. You know, I can I can be amazing at what I do. I, I think I am. But let's just say. If well, you're you good. You're very, very yeah, good. But you know, if you're not gonna make pull the trigger, I can bring you all the way there. But if you don't pull the trigger, it's not gonna happen. And the consequences are not on me; they're on you. And, and to get a little deeper, and, I, and I'll give you a compliment, you know, because you and I've had some really good, deep conversations in California and Israel. You know, I, I, I love people like you. Heard, you know, every time we talk, we learn something, trade information. Being around good people like you, that's great. It's contagious. But here's the point. You get this a lot. Well, if you're doing so much in real estate, why do you write books or speak or teach or why do you show deals to people? Why don't you do them all yourself? I get that all the time in Israel. You know, like why are you really doing this? Why do you write a book? And I tell people, there's only one reason you do something. And I know this about you. You love what you do. I do. You're excited about it every day. You know, there's ups and downs. There's challenges. We've all been through that. But I love what I do. And I don't have to write books. I don't have to work anymore. Um, I almost retired again for the fourth time uh, in February. I was with my girlfriend, went to San Andres. I closed some big deals. <laughs> wait, wait. This is the which retirement are we talking about again? Fourth. You didn't lose count yet? No, only four. <laughs> this one was the shortest one. I, uh, three years, uh, eight, ten years ago, I retired for a year. 
actually lasted almost a year, about nine, 10 years ago or something. I have a new title, Robert Sherman, the guy who keeps failing at retirement. Yeah, fourth <laughs> retirement. So, like, you know, why am I working? You know, I, I got all these deals came in and, and good things happened because the real estate. And I went with my girlfriend. She says, you know, why are you working? He traveled around. You're, you know, running around doing these deals. I said, I like it. She goes, let's go to the beach. What's the most beautiful beach, San Andres, for like 10 days. The second day, I'm not complaining. We're at a five-star resort. I'm getting kind of bored. <laughs> I started to walk around, look at the buildings, see if something's for sale, you know, teaching people. I was talking to some of the guys in the street. So here's the point. You do what you love to do. Um, and, and that's why I do it. Uh, the, the money comes. If you, if you really love what you're doing, the money will come. Every time I just tried to work for money, it didn't seem to work that well. And that's why I write books. That's the other deeper reason. I love helping people, teaching people. I like making money. I like doing deals. But it's fun. And, you know. Not always, but in the not always places, you, that's where you grow. Right. And the other thing, and I'm going to say something that's really shocking that you've probably never heard before, and then we'll get on the next question, is after you do 10 or 20 or 15 deals, they're kind of the same. Yeah. And I'm not going to say I get bored, but I'm on the phone. Okay. And as we did, I looked at one of your houses. All right. What's it worth for? What's the repairs? What can I get it for? What's the rent? What's the area like? Yeah, good. No, done, you know, not even my goals. You know, and, and that's why I also like writing and teaching and helping other people because it kind of keeps it exciting. Exactly. And, um, and again, but I love what I do and you learn when you teach. So that's really the other reason I decided to write books is share. That's what it's all about is being of service, helping out. And, uh, you know, that's, you know, being greedy and just doing, uh, you know, making money. Okay. I guess nothing wrong with that, but it's gotta be something more, something you love to do. And the, and uh, I tell people the only reason I'll be successful at investing is you want to do it. If you don't want to do it, you won't. No. Oh, very <laughs> so that's why I write books yeah. and I'm writing two more right now. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Just uh, so a great question. Stuck. Stuck. Yeah. Let's talk about that. So I'm going to say this and I'm, I don't think anyone's ever asked me this question. I'm an entrepreneur. I run my own business. And I'm going to say something I don't think I've ever said before. I pretty much get stuck every day. <laughs> if there's some point in the day you're like going, For sure. okay, something happened. What do I do? I'm a little tired. Uh, you know, this didn't work out the way I wanted. I'm working on this. What should I work on? I'm confused. You know, sometimes you're really hot. Things are going great. You have a great week. Some weeks you go slow. And that's true for everybody. I don't care whether you're making, uh, I made $4 an hour, $10 an hour, you know, doing big deals. You, the, to, to motivate yourself. And there's so much negativity right now. And there always is. So I think but, we, we all have built in negativity in, in us, right? So before we even go outside the, the, the outside world, you know, we, we tend to apply negativity towards us. So that's the challenge by its own. But I, I know exactly what you mean. On a daily basis, there's a discouragement. Yeah. And, you know, the beauty is, you know, some, you know every week, uh, Friday, we track our time for my team. And our activity and results, how many calls, how many offers, what do we do for the biz, all my businesses. And because now when you work for yourself, you're the boss. And I tell people, imagine you're working for somebody else. And I have slow weeks. And literally about three weeks ago, I look at my timesheet and ask this one question. I'm the boss. If I'm the boss, would I hire or fire myself based on this day's or this week's activity? It's a great thing my mentor oh taught me. Oh, my God. Such a good question. 
imagine you go to your, you're working for someone, someone's paying you 40 grand a year or 150 grand a year. You have a boss. Yeah. And the boss says, what'd you do this week? Well, I worried a lot. I was a little depressed. I didn't, did you make any calls? No. Did you make any offers? No. Did you, wow. you know, check all the projects? Not really. What would the boss do? Yeah. And he's like, I'm paying you, you know, 150 grand a year. You're fired. Get out of here. Right. But as an entrepreneur, there's no one to do that. Right. And there's some days, I know you've had them, you wake up, you're a little tired, you, you don't make the calls, it you want to read happen. the paper. Huh? It will, those days, don't think they may come, they will come. Those <laughs> such days. So let me get a little deeper here on, if you don't mind. No, no, so no. when this virus stuff happened, and I'm, you know me, I'm a motivational speaker. I'm probably the most motivated person you'll ever know. But like you, you're very motivated, Israeli, you know, uh, and... I tell you what, everyone needs people to motivate them. I don't care who you are, True. right? So for about three days, I got really confused, maybe four or five. And I'm reading the news six hours a day. I, I talked to my brother. I love my brother. He's the most negative guy I know. I hope he might see this. He, he calls me. I'm, we're very close. We talk every day. I love my brother. He's like, Robert, where do you want to be buried? I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> You know, hey, good morning. How are you? How's the family? <laughs> and I go, what do you mean? He goes, listen, we're going to die. And you never told me you were buried in Miami uh, with the parents in Nashville and Medellin. I'm like, are you kidding? And he was like dead serious. Like, you know, I know you got your will done, you know, and I'm talking to everyone. They're losing their jobs. They don't know what to do. The government, the, 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 the politics, the news, uh, business has stopped pretty much. And for four or five or six days, you know, we had 15 uh, live seminars planned in Israel. We had 900 people, which is a big crowd in Israel, paid, come to this big fancy hotel. I'm excited to fly there. I go to the airport. They're like, you're not flying. So literally, and by the way, I have uh, Airbnb. We had every Airbnb contract canceled. That's a small part of my business. But we had like 60 contracts canceled, like in two days. Right. You know, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars of business. Everyone's freaking out. And, uh, and me too. You get affected by it. And I started watching Netflix, like everybody, you know, Fauda mainly, that really stressed me out. Uh, and, and I'm like going, business is over, real estate's over, seminars are over, the, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. And that's the worst thing. And it took me, I don't know what happened to you, everyone's got their story, but how to get unstuck. I was stuck. I mean, I was watching the news six, eight hours a day, calling to my friends, they're giving me worse news, you know, sending me the videos and conspiracies and. I mean, it's confusing and the confused mind does nothing. The worst place to be is stuck. And before I give you the answer, what I did, I just had a friend of mine and I, I just talked to her and I said, the, when you're in a relationship and you're not sure what to do, a girlfriend, boyfriend, should I uh, keep dating him? Should I break up? Should I go out with somebody else? Am I happy? Am I not happy? It's the worst place to be. Right. But then we decide, Hey, I got a good thing here. I'm going to stick with it or it's over. I'm moving on. You feel great. Usually yeah. when you make a decision, True. being stuck, I've been there is the worst place. Uncertainty. Uncertainty. Indecision. And even making a wrong decision is better than probably making no decision. You know, not a fatally wrong one, but you know, you, at least you're moving. And then when you start moving, things happen. So I said, you know what? I took five minutes and it happens like this. What makes me happy? What do I like to do? Everyone, write it down. Business, personal. I love it. I said, you know, 
I had been exercised these last five days, but sitting here watching Netflix, eating popcorn and hot, you know, junk food, like everybody, I feel like crap. I like to exercise and eat healthy. I'm going to do more of that. I hired a trainer five days a week, accountability. I was working out two or three days a week at best, half, whatever you need a mentor. I have this woman that comes uh, here. She kick kills me. It hurts. I hate it. I love her the first 20 minutes. I hate her the last 50 minutes. <laughs> but I feel like a new man. I'm in better shape than I've ever been, more energy. I said, I like to pray. I like to meditate. Nice. I started praying every day more, uh, meditating more. I said, I like to learn. I studied two hours in the morning. I was always reading, you know, newspapers and magazines, but now I'm doing double. I like to do deals. <laughs> I said, I'm going to do more deals. I like starting businesses. I'm going to start more businesses. I like doing speeches. We're going to do digital speeches. Um, I can't travel. I can't leave. I couldn't even leave the house for five months. And I like starting businesses. I like helping people. I literally started more businesses, did more deals. I got three new businesses. <laughs> and the funny thing is there's two groups of people during this whole stuck thing. I don't know the numbers. I'm talking to a lot of my friends who I work with like you and they're like, yeah, I'm doing deals. Yeah. You know, nothing's really changed. It's a little weird. They got to wear masks and the contractors got to stay in separate rooms. We're still closing. We're still selling. We're still moving. You know, things are happening. And then I'm talking to a lot of people like going, Oh my God, I'm not doing anything. The markets are crashing. The world's coming in the elections, the politics, and they're still stuck. And it's really weird. People that a body in motion stays in motion. You know, that's a law of physics. And whatever you're doing, you got to keep moving forward. And now I'm more careful on the deals I do, you know, because there are economic things out there. I'm realistic. I'm, I know you are too. Absolutely. We're more careful. Absolutely. You, know, you know, we're analyzing the deal in the market instead of once. We're doing it three times, you know, and, and we've got our plan A and our plan B and our plan C. But that's the only way I know to come unstuck is, you know, we're physical, uh, spiritual beings, and you got to take care of both. And when I'm sitting around thinking and worrying, it's bad. So, you know, I, well, first of all, this is great. because I think the, the, the two main pointers that I'm taking for this conversation is one, it has nothing to do with, with, with real estate. It's, it's all about one, find that person or people in your life that they can actually, maybe you can draw from their energy. So they will yeah. help you. And it doesn't have to be another mentor in real estate. It can be another person, entity that will kind of uplift you. Yeah, that's very important. And the second one is un maybe unplug yourself from the from the stuckness and from the situation. Go do something completely different. Go exercise. Go watch a movie. Go take a hike. You know, do something that will completely take you out of the situation, and I think freshen you up. You know, so you can come both more energized and maybe just have your mind because we our mind are is killing us, right? We're always thinking. And 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 um um and that then come back more fresh into the situation, and I want to say along those lines, I think something there's that, that I actually took from you from one of the talks that I said, you know, uh, uh, in, uh, you know, in, in I think in Israel or something, and I said you you said something I can't remember when, say, give yourself a day off. You said that, and you know, and, and it's 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 so obvious and it's so not obvious, right? I I admit. Because the, the responsibility of a business owner towards myself, towards my client, towards my family, to, to allow myself a day off, and I'm not talking about you know, a weekend day off, which I'm trying to do, even once in a while, midweek, things are a little bit more calm, you know, maybe those days that are not all hectic and crazy, and I'm like, it's okay. 
It's embrace the days that are more quiet and relaxed and maybe give yourself a break because tomorrow you'll be more energized. I'm still having a hard time with it, but I think when I heard you say that, it kind of it kind of it kind of enabled me to say this is good. This is something small but big. Now we have some engineers and very smart people watching saying that makes absolutely no sense because it's not logical. But I'm going to give you a fact about that. Thanks for I forgot about that. If you study the most successful in the world, Einstein, uh, the composers, uh, the greatest entrepreneurs, Warren Buffett, they all say they literally got their best ideas by either reading, not working. You know, we're in the grind. You got to grind. You got to hustle. You got to work, right? I've never met anybody successful that didn't grind, hustle, work from a from a street hustler to a CEO. You got to work, correct? So don't take it the wrong way. But your mind, your spirit, your energy, it, there's something about it. You take a uh, Einstein would take naps for an hour or two and dream, and that's where he came up with all these life-changing uh, equations and math. Um, songwriters, CEOs get their best ideas. I don't know about you. I get my best ideas when I'm walking, exercising, uh, just meeting someone. Not when I'm sitting there. Okay, I've got to fix this problem and solve this. You have to give your brain a rest, um, and it, it makes a difference. Table secret. My son and easy I to say. Play. That's what I mean. It's easy to say and hard for entrepreneur to allow myself. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you. But no, you, you. But because we're all listen. You know, uh, I remember. You remember this, Danny? Because you're about my age, uh, a little younger, I think. But when we were growing up, they said, "When we have computers, no one will have to work. We'll just like sit around and be like have a life of leisure." And now we're all twenty hours a day, sixty hours a day. The kid, the family, the work, the bills, the internet, the emails, the the texts. There's no break. No. We're more busy and stressed out. And then, of course, you turn on the internet or the news, you're gonna get really stressed out. Yeah. So I block time. I limit myself to fifteen to twenty minutes a day of news. That's it. And uh, then I, you know, take chart and I take a lot of breaks. Um, you, you even know, when I was working really hard, I would take two hours in the middle of the day in Miami, just go walk on the beach. I get my best ideas, my problems went away. My son and I usually take Mondays off where everyone else is working. We just go to like a three hour lunch, do nothing, look at the water, and that's when everything gets solved. Right, true. But I, I, I think it's a great idea. It's a great way to get unstuck and then do something different. Yeah. Get out of the routine. Yeah. And I know, you know, and there, people say, well, I don't have time. I'm like, well, you'll make time, you know. You I got up at huh? You have to. Yeah, I got up at five a.m. this morning to get stuff done, and then I have my workouts at seven. So you just get up a little earlier, stay up a little later. Well, if you, you know, if you won't do that. You're gonna be grinding, you know, full speed and and, and making no progress. If, yeah. you, if you're stuck, if you're stuck, it's just yeah. not gonna happen. Yeah. And what the crazy thing is, uh, all the problems and challenges. If you leave for a while, you think the world's gonna collapse. They're all there when you come back. Yeah. Nothing really changes. And, and there's really very few crises in life, uh, especially in business. We think there's a crisis. Unless someone's going to the hospital or sick or whatever, there's really not. True. But it's in our mind. And until you control that mind, you can't control anything. Yeah. Makes sense. I like that. It's actually short, simple, and to the point. It's not complicated. You know, yep. two, two things you can do that will help you immediately. Immediately. Yeah, I like that a lot. I like that a lot. That's one thing that's all about travel when we can um, is, you know, you, you get out of your routine, you see different things, different attitudes, different people. That's I'm a, a travel freak. Uh, but if you can't travel, you can always read a book, watch a movie. Um, and I always, I'll tell you something else. I always try to change what I'm doing every couple of years. Like I try a whole new career. Right. Freshen things up. 
to keep the brain sharp, learn a new language, you know, martial arts. Uh, I think I'm going to start taking a uh, dancing up. Nice. <laughs> I'm a horrible dancer, but a challenge. Yeah, a challenge. That's good. I yeah. like that. I like that a lot. Challenge well, by the way, this Sunday, I'm going to go jump in uh, uh, frozen water for five minutes. <laughs> You've done it or you're thinking about doing it? Oh, I would have never. I'm scared to death. I hate cold. I don't even have a coat. You know, and uh, there's a thing these my, my healer buddies do. They they jump in this freezing water and they do cryo freezing. Right. And they say it's. I go, well, how's it feel? They go, it hurts like it's the worst thing ever. You're like it's excruciating pain. But if you relax, the pain goes away. The freezing. Oh wow! And it shocks your system. And it's actually supposedly medically really good for you. It sounds insane to me, but again. You come out with a new perspective, a new challenge. We all need a new challenge. Yeah. Whatever it is, a little one, big one. Um, and, and, and you, you know, your brain grows. You're, you realize you can do more and, and take on more. And so I'm always looking, once you've been successful, like a lot of you, you got to find the new challenge. Without a challenge, we get bored. So, Robert, nowadays, you being, you know, you know it's, for me, the, the, this, this uh, period we're going through, it's kind of funny, funny, quirky. Maybe it's the right term. I've been doing Zoom and online for a decade, right? For me, yeah. you know, I do more Zoom than before, but I've, I've been doing Skype. And, so for me, it's nothing new. It feels like, in many senses, the world is catching up to me, you know, because I've been already, you know. Like, uh, five, ten years before we were. You were, I remember you were talking yeah. about it. Yeah. But, and, that, and that's okay, you know, that's kind of a little bit funny. But you are, I would say, like, up until the COVID, but probably like 90% live in the room, you know, and your persona is, is, is greater than the, the room itself. You know, it's, it's just a, a pleasure watching you. You know, I've watched you, I've, I've been to the to rooms you spoke many times. It's always, you know, I'm always fascinated. I'm always enjoying it. But where do someone can, where, where can I see you today? Or talk, talking, like speaking, engagement. Where would I find you today when things are a little bit uh, quirky? <laughs> That's a good question. So I have, uh, this is my third interview today. I'm doing, I did, uh, I'm doing two webinars, one in Spanish, one in English tonight for my project students. I'm doing them all the time. You know, I have robertsheman.com. I think we have some stuff for free there that we post. Um, we try to say I'm doing this and that. I'll put a copy of this up there, I hope. You know, my people will. And uh, I'm doing digital like you. So robertsheman.com, I think it's a place to come on Facebook and, uh, and uh, Instagram now. Um, oh, nice. So getting better. Getting better. Want to be like you when I grow up. <laughs> I'm still getting better on Instagram either too. Robert Shemin, uh, Facebook. Robert Shemin, uh mentor. Something because I have too many Facebooks. And uh, robertshemin.com. We have a lot of free books, free videos. That's good. You know, every time we finally kind of sit down or, uh, you know, talk down, yeah. Zoom, I tell myself we should do it more frequently because it seems like it's like a year or two between – you know, we talk more frequently, but something like this, uh, it, it, we do it uh, not frequently enough, in my opinion. So, well, let's do it. I love it. Uh, you, you've yeah. helped my people so much, too, because uh, you've uh, been through it and know how to do it. Gotcha. Good. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Thank you so much. Thank you for the time and for the insights and ideas and simplicity. That's very important as well. Always, Robert, always a pleasure. Yeah. Always. I always enjoy a conversation. Have a great time there. Hopefully, we can come and uh, visit with you for real. I know you've been inviting me for a long time. Come yes. to Nashville. Yeah. I will say this. You know, all these ideas are great. Talk is great. 
but I love your logo. You got to do it. You know, yeah. <laughs> nothing it doesn't mean it's with real estate, with life, with some of these ideas is, you know, pick one or two and do it. Uh, do something. And the minute you do something, you feel better. Sure. I just, I love your logo. Simply do it. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, Robert. Have a terrific hey, rest of the day. Talk to you soon. Be well. Say hi to your son. Health, 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 and much success. Absolutely. Agreed. Bye-bye, my friend. Thank you.